Welcome back to Last Rites of the Horror Scene Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Brown, and always with me is my other host, Owen Hernandez. We'd like to welcome all of you creatures of the night back, and for all of you first-timers, welcome. Uh, If you guys like what you hear, please give us a like, subscribe, and tell a friend. So unfortunately, we didn't do a October recording, but it is November uh, on the cusp of coming up to Thanksgiving, and then right around the corner will be Christmas. So it looks like we've got uh, some better audio going now that we have a a different recorder. So hopefully these podcasts uh, for the future will sound a lot better and cleaner. And uh, yeah. So just jumping into it, I guess, um, we've got a lot of uh, movie and TV uh, stuff to talk about. Uh, we've got a review um, for Halloween Ends, and Olin's got some uh, bands and some comics that he wants to talk about, and so we've got a lot of information. This is probably going to be a long podcast, but hey, that's what podcasts are for. So we'll go ahead and just jump right into it. All right, let's do it. So starting with uh, some movie news, um, there is a company uh, that used to be around. I guess it looks like they still are around. Uh, They're called Full Moon Feature, uh, which I think they used to be called Full Moon Entertainment, but they did um, the Puppet Master and uh, a couple other different uh, like B-style movies. Um, But they had this movie called Subspecies that they did and they're actually going to be bringing it back um, which is on its fifth um, movie so this one is called um, Subspecies 5 Blood Rise Uh, the original actor uh, Anders Hove and the original writer and director uh, Ted uh, Nicolau sorry if I butcher his name uh, Nicolau uh, that's a weird, weird name. I think they're European. Um, and again, I apologize if I if I butcher his name. Are coming back. Um, Anders Hove, as as everybody knows, if you were a subspecies fan, um, played Raudu, and he's coming back as the uh, the title of character, uh, and also making a return appearance. Um, not sure to what capability um, she's going to be, but it's uh, Denise Duff. She was in Subspecies 2, 3, and 4. Um, she played Michelle Morgan, but from what I read, she is not returning as that character. So she's going to be a completely different character. Same actress, just on her different character. So Interesting. It's, yeah, it's a little weird. Did yeah. you ever get a chance to ch- uh, catch the Subspecies movies? I, I remember, I think, the first one, but I didn't know there was this many, actually. Yeah, I I knew there was at least three of them. I didn't know about four. And then there was also another one, um, which was like a, a, a spinoff of, of the subspecies called, I think it was called the Vampire Chronicles. I could be mistaken. Um, but it, had, it seemed like it didn't have anything to do with uh, Radu. Uh, but it was along those lines of, of the subspecies, like uh, type of vampires. So, but yeah, that's that's one of the, the the top things that I found exciting 
Um, Cause yeah, it is a B movie, but when I watched it, it was actually surprisingly a really good B movie. Um, and I was, I was really hooked into the, the character and, and the love story between um, Radu and, and Michelle. So, but it's interesting to see uh, how they're going to do it. I mean, uh, the, uh, Anders is, uh, is really old and so is Denise. Although I've seen a picture of Denise currently and she still looks pretty good. So um, just, just kind of uh, interested in, in the, the story direction that they're going with this. So I guess we'll see uh, when that comes out. It looks like it has a slate for uh, 2023 to come out. Okay, okay. So <laughs> give me your eye out on And then uh, we have a lot of remakes uh, in the works here. So uh, Salem's Lot, um, Stephen King. Nice. Looks like uh, it's getting a remake. Uh, There was a lot of speculation about it not actually uh, looking like it was going to be really good um, as a remake, but from uh, reports that one of the main actors in the movie itself um, says it's very faithful to Stephen King's novel which obviously helps out with Stephen King because he's very, very critical about his books becoming either movies or TV series. Um, uh, Point and taken, like, The Shining. He hated that, from what I heard. He hated it. And then when they made it for for TV, um, he actually thought it was, like, leaps and bounds better than... It was a look. Kubrick. It was a lot closer to the uh, to the source material for sure. Um, Kubrick is just he's one of these uh, directors that uh, really goes uh, crazy with his uh, interpretations. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy his interpretations. It just, uh, I mean, he is the director, so he can take those liberties to to change things. But I know as a writer, um, you know, those kind of things like end up just really pissing you off. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah. that's not my story. Exactly. That's not what I was trying to convey. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, so it's looking like it's going to be good. Um, and it's also set for a 2023 release in April. Um, also along in the remakes, they have uh, The Strangers, um, which I didn't even know this was This was not even on my radar until I just I, I breezed across a page and it said that it was being remade and not only is it being remade but the the guy who's remaking it is remaking all three movies at the same time so he's just completely doing the full trilogy he's just like fuck this i'm not you know just gonna do the one and hope it it's gonna you know get picked up i'm doing all three so it's that's commitment right there yeah yeah i thought that was awesome i mean i i personally liked the strangers Uh, i thought that was a really good movie but to, for him just to be like, you know what, let's just do all three. I mean, that's just straight up, um, uh, what's his name from uh, Lord of the Rings? Um, Peter Jackson. Yeah, Peter Jackson. He like pulled a Peter Jackson on this shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, Evil Dead is also not, I guess, not being remade, but Evil Dead is getting uh, a new series. Um, so this is going to be produced um it's still going to be produced by, um, fuck, I can't even think of their names. I'm like drawing a blank. Um, who was the, who was the director of, uh, wow. I'm talking about horror shit and I can't even think of fucking who the, um, Sam Raimi and, um, uh, 
who was Ash? Uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, yeah. yeah. Wow. I just was not prepared today. So Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are producing this. It's called Evil Dead Rise. Um, what the story is is going to be a completely new story arc uh, and also new characters. So they're not bringing back Ash whatsoever. Um, I, there could be some references to it. That's just hearsay. Um, I haven't read anything as to that point of it. I just know that um, both of them are producing it and that uh, they said it's, it's getting a whole new story arc. So it's, it's going a new direction, but it's supposed to continue in the vein of, of the Evil Dead. Apparently, uh, Ash is not going to be in it at all. Uh, yeah, no, he, yeah, he's just producing. So that's why that's why I said like he, they might mention him. I don't know for sure, but yeah, he's he's not even in it. So yeah, so it's supposed to be like a standalone sort of story. Yeah, sounds so, good. Sounds good. I'm in. Yeah, they're they're trying to make it as its new the new Evil Dead arc. So I think this is going to be like the number one movie, and then anything after that is continuing off of this movie. Uh, Scream 6 uh, looks like Scream 6 is in full swing um, this one is uh, set to be in New York not Woodsboro and I'm still on the fence of, of what's happening with uh, with Nev Campbell I hear she's out I'm hear she here she's in I'm hearing she's out I don't know what the deal is now like is she in the movie is she not in the movie like they're saying it's supposed to be like even bloodier because it's you know the lack of Nev Campbell in the movie and it's like I heard she was in it and now I'm hearing that she's not in it. It's like well, what is it? Did she, did she miss her deadline to, to be in it and they just started <laughs> shooting without her or, or what? Yeah, classic classic screen drama behind the scenes. Yeah, so I guess we'll find out for sure. Um, I guess more to come on that um, to see if she you know is in it or not and what you know to what role she has uh, obviously the last movie that she was uh had very minimal screen time in it um at least not enough to you know to bat in the eyes about but it's uh i don't know <laughs> if they're going a whole new direction they should you know, just completely nix her out just you know yeah um it looks like uh jenna ortega is probably gonna take more of a center stage uh going forward with the with this franchise she's sort of a she was sort of a, a breakout star of, of of 2022 so yeah uh, in terms of uh, horror movies scream queen she really made a name for herself uh, this past year so yeah she did it, it looks like they it, it might go that that uh, that direction right, well we'll see uh, we'll see how it turns out um so we talked about Winnie the Pooh in our last uh, podcast. Oh, yeah. So we were kind of on the fence of, is this a fan-made uh, trailer? Is this, you know, real? Is it fake? It was weird for sure. Yeah, but, you know, the news has dropped that it is real. So Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is going to be the first uh, Disney-related horror movie um, that's, that's coming out. So, but that is 100% real. It's not fake. It's not uh, fake news. <laughs> so it, it is real. Uh, but as, like I said, we were talking about that, um, it looks like other people have jumped on this wagon. Um, the newest movie that's going to be coming out um, as of next year 
is going to be Peter Pan. Uh, and they're calling this one uh, Neverland Nightmare. I haven't read too much uh, into it. Um, not too much news is about it. They obviously don't have any actors assigned yet from when I read it. Uh, I'm not sure as of as of today. Um, but yeah, this is going to be the ne- the next uh, Disney horror movie. Um, it's going to have the adventures of Peter Pan. It's called Neverland Nightmare. So uh, I don't know if you've uh, heard anything about it or have read anything or. No, this is the first uh, I hear of this, but the, the, those old stories always seem like horror stories to me, so it, it seems fitting. I mean, most of them are all off of the uh, the, the grim tales, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. Those know, obviously, I don't think Peter Pan is, because um, I don't remember reading anything about that in any of the Grimm's or uh, any of those like classic books, um, but yeah, it's weird that they chose Peter Pan. Um, but you know, maybe the uh, you know the Lost Boys are just you know psycho killers, right? <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Captain Hook is actually you know legitimately a psycho, and um, you know is not this uh, playful clown that you know Disney is was trying to create him to be, right? Yeah, it'd be interesting if he's in the movie and see like what kind of kills he does with that hook. And the title is cool, Neverland Nightmare. That's- yeah. So it's Clever. not. So like yeah, it. it's not going to be completely, I guess, about Peter Pan, but it's it's you know in Peter Pan's world. So obviously there's there's got to be some kind of aspect of Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, the Lost Boys, you know, Hook, Shmee, you know, maybe even the fucking alligator. Yeah, yeah. Horror adaptations are are, are really fun to watch. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. So, I also can't wait to see what the next uh, what the next Disney esque movie they choose uh, to create into a horror movie. So, let's see the whole the whole Disney line is just open and available. Yeah. And then uh, last in the movie news. Um, oh, actually, no, not last in the movie news. So uh, we got a couple more. Uh, Danny Boyle. Um, from 28 Days Later has confirmed that he's making a trilogy. So he he had the 28 Days Later um, and then he produced I think he produced, I don't think he directed it I think he, um, he only produced it, but 28 Weeks Later and then now he's confirmed that 28 Months Later is the next in the franchise. I wonder if they're going to make it like a um, like a movie where every time uh, the number 28 comes up it's going to be like a, like some sort of symbolism or sign uh, like that Jim Carrey movie 23 right right yeah <laughs> where everything was 23 like you're sitting there like I did more math in that movie than I, than I ever wanted to right. do in my life <laughs> but because it was so interesting I was like there's no fucking way this is 23 and you, you're like sitting there pausing the movie trying to add things up and you're like holy shit it is 23 it's 23 <laughs> it, it adds up I mean obviously it was going to add up but like when you're watching you're like there's no possible way this is 23 so, but yeah that would be interesting uh, that'd be, a, that'd be a, a fun take on on the movie so yeah it looks like uh, zombies are, are uh, not dead yet so they're making a comeback you think they're going to be faster or slower 28 months later <laughs> I don't know 
that is one thing that that always uh, amazed me about that movie. These zombies are really fast, and people turn really fast. Yeah, yeah. It was just like you know we we ain't got time for this bullshit. Just just turn them, boom. Yeah. We we don't got time for them to drag their leg across the floor here. Let's let's just get them up and running. Yeah, the, the, the zombies were like insanely fast. It was like there's no way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It would be fun to see. Um, maybe they slowed them down, hopefully. Uh, and then the last, this is the last of the movie news, is uh, David Harbour of Stranger Things um, is coming out with his own Christmas movie. So finally, here's our first Christmas movie of the season. Um, this movie is called Violent Night. Uh, David Harbour portrays old Chris Kringle himself, Santa Claus, and uh, the, the story plot is of him coming to drop off presents at these, uh, this little girl's house. Uh, I guess she, her and her family are well-to-do, but she's very innocent and um, you know, still believes in Santa Claus. Uh, and at the, the point that he is there to deliver the presents, uh, the house is being uh, robbed. So there is a, uh, a robbery going on. Looks like a very staged robbery. Um, like these people are getting ready to uh, take everything. So um, Violent Night is what it's called um, from the trailers. If you haven't seen them already or haven't heard about this, check them out. Um, I thought they were pretty cool. Um, did you see the trailer for this? I, ha- I did, uh, and apparently uh, John Leguizamo was in it. Oh, I love John Leguizamo. Which, uh, yeah, he's like one of my favorite actors. He was he was a great clown in the, oh yeah, in the Spawn. Spawn movie. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. Uh, but yeah, it looks it looks super fun, just in time for Christmas. And uh, yeah, I, I really love it when uh, they uh, revamp the Saint Nick uh, character. Uh, there's so many iter- iterations, and uh, <coughs> this one looks to be one of the fun ones. Yeah, it's not, it's, I mean, he still gets crazy and violent um, in the movie, and it's it's not like Silent Night, where he was just a psychopath killer uh, dressed as Santa Claus. Um, you know, it's it's fun to see that this guy's actually Santa Claus, and he's just like, yeah, just gives no fucks. <laughs> it's just, he's like, nope, not tonight. Yeah, this looks good. It reminds me a bit of a movie that came out two years ago, I think, called Fat Man with Mel Gibson. Really? And it was basically the premises, uh, this rich kid uh, writes a letter to Santa, and instead of getting a gift, he gets a lump of coal. <laughs> and he goes, fuck that, I'm gonna put a green light on Santa and hires uh, a hitman to go uh, kill Santa. And uh, it, just, it just goes crazy from there. I won't, I won't ruin the, the whole movie, but that's, that's pretty much the premise. And it's just... And know, it's got Mel Gibson. It's Mel Gibson as Santa, the real Santa Claus. Wow. Uh, in, a, in a shootout, in several shootouts, actually. It's, it's really fun. Man, I'm going to have to either get Kevin to download that for me or try and find it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, Violent Night actually seems seems a lot more fun. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, by, by what I saw in, in the trailer, there's a lot of like really cool action scenes. So, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's going to be one of those movies where I'm just completely involved in it from from the first minute so can't wait to check it out all right so and those are our movie uh releases that are going to be coming out soon um in the near future 
Also coming out uh, here, um, looks like it's already released, is uh, on DVD and Blu-ray, is Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Uh, that was released in mid-November. And uh, Smile is coming out here uh, in the first, or actually the second week of uh, December, uh, which will be released on Blu-ray and, and DVD. Uh, Olen tells me it's a very creepy movie. I have yet to see it. So hopefully I'm going to be able to watch it this weekend and then me and him can talk about it. Yeah, well, it seems like a bit of a weird uh, time to release such a disturbing movie on DVD. But um, if, you, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, go in without knowing much about it. And that's, that's how I the, on, the only exposure I had to that movie was those uh, promotionals where people would go into sports events and like oh, to yeah. stand there and smile creepily at the camera that's the only thing I knew about it uh, but it, it was one of the uh, the surprisingly good horror movies that I, I got to watch this uh, Halloween season yeah I can't wait to check that out and then I, I'm really a big fan of uh, Jeepers Creepers that was one of my uh, one, of, one of my favorites at the time when it first came out uh, because it was one of those movies that the bad guy won Every everybody that he the bad guy was after he got, yeah. so you know that I was just like, man, this is such a, a pleasant change of pace. You know, it's not like there's you know the final girl, um, or you know that the, the you know the kids got away with it, or you know everybody killed the bad guy. And just, I just I like the whole uh, persona of the Jeepers Creeper, um, and so the Reborn. I just can't wait to. Uh, I can't wait to check that out. See what um, what kind of direction they went with this. You know, is this a, a retelling of, of the lore, or is it a, just a complete reboot of the original movie? So I'll be going into it blind, but it'll be uh, it'll be definitely uh, uh, something pretty cool to check out. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Justin Lung was in that in that one, right? Yeah, yeah. One. Yeah, that's that's where I, I when I saw like. Uh, how it ended with him I was just like wow I can't believe you know that because he wasn't that big of an actor but he was still uh, somewhat of a, of a big name like coming up for some reason I'm not I don't remember what it was he did but he did something that that got his name out there and then and then like he was in Jeepers Creepers and then you're just like oh you know nothing bad's gonna happen to this guy right <laughs> yeah he's one of those one of those actors that uh he can have that 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 longer range because he doesn't seem like a type of uh, of character, and all of a sudden he can be that character. Yeah, I, I mean, watching him watching him throughout his actual movie career, like seeing what kind of actor he is, I thought he was going to be very one sided, but he's he's actually he's actually a pretty good actor. Uh, definitely uh, can be a character actor, um, can be a leading man. Uh, he can he can do it all. Um, I just don't think he, I think he's very underestimated. Yeah, yeah, he's a very good uh, comedic actor as well. Which I thought he was just a comedian until I started seeing him in all these horror movies, and I was like, wait a minute, this is that guy. Yeah, I think he likes the horror movies. That's why he keeps going back to them. Yeah, yeah he was in Tusk, which you know, we've talked about it before, and people yeah. really hate that movie. <laughs> but he was good in that one, also. I mean, if you believe in it, so that's, that's what. Uh, that's what matters, you know. He obviously saw Kevin Smith's vision and, and totally believed in it, and you know he went full, 
game in full tusk. <laughs> yeah. He was also in two movies, two horror movies last year, which which was really uh, cool to see after he had disappeared for a while. Yeah, I wonder what happened to him. Like, uh, uh, I remember seeing him in like those Mac commercials way back in the day, remember? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm a Mac and I'm a PC. And yeah. But uh, back then I was like, oh no, Justin, what happened, man? <laughs> <laughs> you sold out. But it's, it's good to see. It's good to see that he's, he's back in the big screen, and uh, he was in two really good horror movies uh, this year. Yeah, I can't wait to check out one of them. We spoke about it on the uh, on one of the last podcasts, uh, House of Darkness. Yeah, that's so, the one I haven't seen yet, but yeah. I did see Barbarian. He's in that, and uh, that was really cool. Oh yeah, I'm an, I'm watching that this weekend also because that's another one that you said that uh, was really good, and I've been dying to watch it, so we could talk about it. Yeah. So got Smile and Barbarian on the docket for the weekend. So we'll see how the we'll see how that goes, and then Monday we'll uh, we'll get together on those. You're, you're gonna love them, dude. Nice. All right, so that's our uh, that's our movie wrap up with uh, DVD releases. Um, we have TV, and fuck, we've got a lot of TV. I can't believe I'm so happy that there's this much horror in TV. It's great. It's just finally. You know, the horror gets its due. Um, so, but unfortunately, we're going to start off with canceled stuff. So there are some shows that were out there. I haven't personally watched any of them, um, but they are, as of now, canceled. Uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer had a TV series, uh, just like how Scream had a TV series, which I can't believe they just completely effed up. And uh, by the third season, just one of those things. I just wish that they uh, they would have just left the formula alone. Um, I wasn't uh, at first with that series. I wasn't happy with the mask, but it grew on me because I saw how they were trying to basically do a full reboot. You know, kind of make it their own, which I'm glad they weren't biting off of the movie. Um, so that's awesome that they did that. Uh, but as for, like I said, I know what you did last summer, um, had one season and now it's canceled. Uh, resident evil was another one. Um, I think you said you watched some of this, right? Yeah, I, I watched most of it. Um, it, it tapered off for me at the end. Uh, it wasn't, it didn't catch me to be honest. It, it, was, it had some fun things. The thing that I didn't uh, uh, like about this is not a spoiler. Um, it has this formula where it keeps going back and forth in time. There's flashbacks and flash forwards, and they oh. do it throughout the whole thing. And I don't know why I didn't. It's not like a bad narrative, but it didn't work for me. And it kept. If it's done right, it, 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 I, w- I don't mind it. But there's been ones that have been just like you can't fucking tell when when the present is because all of a sudden they're just like in the scene, and you're just like, man, this guy looks different like yeah are they, are they in the fucking past they right. didn't tell me they didn't like put it on the screen or now i have to like assume like what they're doing or what it is like, yeah it tired me or out you see that. like or you see someone who's dead and you're like there's this, they're doing a scene with a dead guy how's yeah. this guy how's this happening like yeah i hate that yeah i think one of those shows that did it kind of well was lost and i think they were trying to do a little bit of a lost type Thing, but it didn't. It didn't pan out. I don't know. It just. It just oh, did not work for me. Lost, yeah, I think we talked about that too before. Lost is one of those like, you either like it or you fucking hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking lost. 
So yeah, uh, Resident Evil only had also one season. So, uh, did you ever watch any of the I Know What You Did Last Summer? No, I didn't get a chance to, to see that one. But I actually didn't even know it had a series until I saw it was canceled. Until it was, was like, canceled, yeah. And I was like, what? Right. It's weird. And then uh, the last one is Westworld. Um, oh, man. Westworld ends with four seasons. So it has four seasons under its belt. Um, I was actually supposed to binge watch this with one of my buddies um, because he just kept talking it up so much. Yeah. No, I it's mean, good. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. That's what I hear from everybody. I mean, it was like shoving Westworld up my ass, like yeah. how good it was. Like, they're like, you've got to watch it. I can't believe you haven't watched it. It's like, break. I'm also that guy who hasn't seen Breaking Bad. Shame on me. Yes, <laughs> I know. Um, because everybody else in the world is still like, you haven't watched this? What right. the fuck? Like, what, what are you doing? You're like two series behind it. What rock are you <laughs> hiding under? Yeah, the good, exactly. The, the good thing now, uh, you can watch uh, Better Call Saul first. Because. Yeah. Chronologically, it comes first, and then you can watch Breaking Bad, which, I don't know, it would be a nice experiment. Yeah, and then finish it with, from what I hear, shitty El Camino. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, yeah, um, those are your canceled TV series. I know what you did last summer with one one season, Resident Evil also with one season, and Westworld with four seasons. So we're going to get into uh, current TV shows. So as of right now, uh, most of these are uh, in play or have already played. Um, So we have Chucky, which is in season two right now, which is on the Sci-Fi Network. Um, I haven't seen any of this yet. I'm waiting for it to finish so I can binge watch it because... I, that's how I watched the uh, the first one. Same, same. Um, just so I can get all of it in, in one uh, one shot. Um, I don't know anything about this TV series, but <laughs> the way I wrote it originally, it, it it seemed like it was an incomplete thought. But the the show is called From, and it's actually in a second season right now, and it's on the show, it's on the the network Epics, which uh, to be honest, I don't even know what's what that's on or what channel that is um but yeah it's it's um there's a lot of talk about it and there's a lot of static on the on the interwebs about from so i just something i have to i guess check out but it's on its second season um it actually just got renewed that was that was one of the big news about it that it was renewed for uh for its uh its next season so um, so, yeah, no, I, don't have, I haven't heard of this at all. Yeah, it's it's, it's completely new to me. Um, don't even know what it is. So, but it's horror related, and that's where I found it was on the uh, on the the old pages of all the horror sites. Um, so, so if if you guys know what it is, you know, let us know. Chime in. Give us some. Uh, give us some. You know. The only actor I recognize is Harold Perrineau, which. He's been in a few movies. He's, he's an old actor. I've seen him before. But uh, yeah, no, I have no idea what from is. Who? who, who, who? Harold Perrineau. Oh, yeah. I remember him from um, Showgirls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that. Oh, he was. Uh, who was he? Was he Mercutio? In uh, in Baz Luhrmann's um, Romeo and Juliet, yeah, 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 yeah. yep, yes, you I love that movie. That was fucking. That's such an awesome movie. Um, yeah, he did that part so good. Um, 
Oh, oh. I'll have to check that out. From. He was in Lost as well. Fuck Lost. <laughs> <laughs> There's our Lost connection. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. <laughs> so, uh, Anne Rice, uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, yep. Has a series um, after uh, her movie, Interview with the Vampire, uh, which is also in its second season. Uh, this is on AMC+. Plus. Um, I also... Man, I'm like so behind on every fucking thing. It's crazy. But from what I hear, this is a really good show. Um, it's gotten a lot of good reviews. Okay. Uh, so definitely, uh, definitely one to check out. Uh, AMC+, Plus. I guess that's better than AMC. Right. Yeah, that's that's the reason I haven't seen this uh, uh, the shows. I I, I kind of lost faith on AMC after a, a few too many seasons of uh, The Walking Dead oh. <laughs> and stretching it out. And, and, and you know, Breaking Bad was really good, but man, that 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 Walking Dead. I think it was a mixture of Walking Dead and Vikings for me. Um, just yeah, both of them are super intense shows, and it was like I can't can't watch anything else on on this network. Like, yeah, I don't want to have to think too much. I just want to enjoy. Um, yeah, so AMC Plus. I don't know if that's just a, a, a different uh, type of AMC or if it's paid or what it is. Yeah, it's um, got to be like a streaming service or something. So you know, probably like Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, check it out. Um, yeah, yeah, plus the the, the world that uh, Anne Rice built these uh, these vampire uh, novels. I was a big fan of the novels uh, back in my youth uh, when I was a teenager. Uh, I read most of them. Uh, there's so many so many novels that she wrote uh, in, in the whole uh, vampire world that she built. Uh, I think I read like the first six out of like I don't know. There's like twelve or something. Damn. Yeah, there's there's. A, there's Here a I'm only of, thinking there was like two because of the um, interview with the vampire and then what was that uh, that one with uh, Aaliyah? Uh, Queen of uh, Queen of the Dam. Queen of the Dam, yeah. And there's the vampire Lestat, uh, Memnock the Devil, uh, uh, the Body Thief, uh, just some that I remember at, uh, off the top of my head. But there's there's a bunch. Wow. And talk about the original Twilight. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and and she wrote the uh, um, the one. Uh, I never wrote, read the the witches ones, but it was. Uh, yeah, that, we're going to talk about that coming up here in, in future TV yeah. shows. So yeah. she, uh, even in death, she is a busy, busy lady. Yeah, yeah. Mayfair witches. That's what it is. Yeah, Mayfair witches. Yeah. Um, so yeah, interview the vampire second season AMC plus, um, which seems like there's a theme going on here. There's a lot of movies that have got turned into TV shows which is kind of weird so yeah yeah that, that seems to be the trend right now yeah. now with the uh, the streaming uh, format the long format I guess yeah. you would call it I mean you guess like when you like a movie and you watch it and you're just like fuck there was, there was more yeah why, why can't I be watching this as like an episodic uh, type of show and so I guess you know people took that idea and ran with it so uh, like our next one, Let the Right One In. So not only do they have um, the original, I think it was Swedish. Yeah. Um, and then they had the American version, um, Let Me In. Right, with, uh, with Chloe, what was the name of the actress? Uh, she looks like I've got those three names. Chloe, Chloe Moretz, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they have a, it's in its season one. This is on Showtime. 
um, which it's uh, loosely following the movie arc uh, of uh, you know the, the kid vampire. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm curious to see what, what they do with it. Um, the the main one of the the, the main actors is Demian Bichir, which is he's a really good he's a really good actor. I've I've seen I've seen that cat since. Uh, I was a little kid, and he he was doing uh, Mexican telenovelas. Really? And yeah, he he he's always been like a presence on TV for me. So I'm I'm always curious to see what he's doing. Oh, that's cool. Uh, uh, currently. Now, is uh, how did they go with this? Do you know anything about this uh, about this series? Like, is it uh, set up as the girl is the vampire, or is it the boy the vampire? Yeah, I think uh, it looks like it. it from what I read, is uh, it's going to be sort something about family and the importance of family. So yeah, I think uh, the vampire is going to be either his daughter or somebody related to him in some way. Um, so I'm curious to see uh, how, the, how they how they make this this vampire. Okay, well yeah, we'll check it out on Showtime. Um, and then you brought this to my attention, so I had to put it on the board. It was uh, the Los Spookies. Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max. It's on its second season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the episodes are really short. And it's just uh, a comedy series, and it's really silly, and it's really goofy, and it's you can tell uh, uh, it's Fred Armisen, which uh, we should talk about him a, li- a little uh, later. Um, you can tell it's his sense of humor. Okay. And everything, like all the jokes, all the uh, all the punchlines, uh, you can tell it's his uh, writing because uh, it, it just it, it radiates Fred Armisen the entire time. Similar to like uh, Portlandia. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Very silly. Very like off the cuff, kind of sometimes. And. Um, he, uh, he speaks Spanish in this one. I forgot he uh, speaks perfect Spanish. <laughs> oh, wow. I, so, I, I didn't know that. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was like some kind of Middle Eastern. No, uh, well, um, maybe, I think. Um, With like his last name, but I could be wrong. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. want to just assume. One of his parents is, uh, I believe, Venezuelan. Oh, something okay. like that. So, so he, 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 can, he can deliver lines in Spanish and make him funny and uh, make you laugh. So it's. So it, it, the whole series is half in Spanish, half in English. It goes back and forth. So, so sometimes you'll have to uh, read uh, subtitles for it. But uh, it's it's super fun. It's it's, it's hey, sub, hey, nothing wrong with subtitles. Yeah. Some some of my favorite movies are in subtitles. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I like his dry humor. Uh, I think he's a very funny uh, funny character actor as well. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, check that out. Um, in his second season, Los Spookies, uh, HBO Max. And then next on our list here is uh, Dracula, BBC. Um, so this is the uh, English adaptation of Dracula. Uh, it's only got one season right now. As of right now, there's some speculation as if this series is canceled or not, but no one is for sure saying yes or no. Um, there are only three episodes of this yeah. season, which is weird, but they're 90-minute episodes. Yeah. So... It's literally like three movies that you you would have to watch, um, but I love Dracula. I've spoke about that probably on every podcast we've we've talked about, like how much I like that type of uh, his character. 
uh, his persona and then everything that he stands for. I love the book. Uh, but yeah, uh, this was brought to my attention also uh, by Olin, and I, I'm definitely going to try and watch this uh, probably this week um, before Thanksgiving. Um, not this weekend because I've got a bunch of movies to watch, but um, definitely going to try and watch it this week. Uh, that way I can get caught up with it. You said you watched it, right? Yeah, it's it's really creepy, but also there's a lot of dark humor in it, so it keeps going back and forth. It's, it's a really good uh, representation of, of Dracula, uh, especially the way they portray his uh, supernatural powers. It's really, really cool. Right on. Uh, next on the list here is uh, Sandman. So Sandman uh, got renewed for a season two. So that's great news. Uh, Neil Gaiman is probably ecstatic about that. Um, from what I read, he said that this is probably one of the closest adaptations to, to his writings that um, they could do, you know, on on the big screen, or I guess the little screen. Um, but for his writings, um, yes. And I watched all of season one. I think you said you watched all of season yeah, one. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and, I, and before I wasn't uh, really a big follower of the Sandman. My wife is a huge huge uh fan of sandman uh definitely has a lot of the the trades and has a huge this huge book of like a lot of the trades that are that are built into wow. it that one of our uh one of our friends got for uh, for her for christmas and cool that's a super so, fan yeah so those, those are all the only like ever readings of of sandman um uh, that i've read uh, i think i've read one of death uh like standalone uh from another friend uh, she had it but yeah i mean it's just not something I ever followed or got into, um, but still super cool. Like when you read it, you're you're pretty engulfed into it. So. Yeah, the series does a really good job at presenting you with the universe without having prior knowledge. You you could be you you, you could be completely ignorant of the of the source material and still truly truly enjoy this show. Awesome. So the next uh, is Witcher. Uh, Witcher also was renewed, uh, so it'll be renewed for season four. And it looks like um, on top of it being renewed, that there's going to be a cast change. Um, so Henry Cavill, uh, who is uh, portraying, um, how do you pronounce his name? Is it Gerald or Gerald? Gerald. Uh, yeah, yeah I Ger- think it's Gerald. Gerald Arivia, I think yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, uh, he's he's actually uh, leaving the show, and then they're bringing in, um, uh, what's his name? One of the Hensworth brothers. Is it Chris? No, Chris is Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's uh, one of his brothers. Um, oh, Liam. Liam Hensworth. Okay, yeah, so they're, bring, yeah, they're bringing in Liam Hensworth. Um, uh, he was in... Hunger Games, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think that's the guy. Yeah, so he was in Hunger Games. So he's not as built as his brother, um, but that could change, you know? He could, could you know, get jacked up like yeah, Chris. He, and he could have taken some creatine or something. Because <laughs> uh, Henry Cavill is, is, is fucking built. And, and yeah. I, yeah. I actually really like his portrayal uh, in this in this series. Um, he's he's just, just completely different from anything I've ever seen him in. Um, but yeah, I think he's an outstanding actor, and, and it's it's sad to see him go. 
Um, but kind of excited to see how Liam's gonna, you know, portray the character, or hopefully, you know, he he does it justice and you know doesn't fuck it up. But yeah, season three is about to drop. Um, well, I don't know about about to drop, but it's gonna drop soon. Um, and then once that's done, then um, season four will be with uh, with Liam. So season three will be the last season with Henry Cavill. Because um, right now Netflix only has uh, seasons one and two. And, I'm, and I just literally finished season two last night. So, uh, how'd you like it? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. So good. Um, it did have some of those uh, jump scenes, like whether they went from, you know, the from present to past. Yeah. And, and that was where... I was just kind of like really confused because it didn't even tell you that it was doing that. And then you're watching it and you're just like, how is, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Wait, did this happen already? Yeah. I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> so, um, but once I got into the, the swing of it and understand what was happening, then I was just like, okay, you know what they did here. And I was like, they could have just fucking said that they were doing this or but anyways, I don't want to bitch about it. So those are your uh, those are some of your renewed seasons um, for TV. Um, Dahmer was a ten episode miniseries on Netflix. Although I don't think Dahmer was its name. It had some other name like Dahmer the Monster or Dahmer Monster the Jeffrey Dahmer story. So okay, they say go. Dahmer twice. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's uh, ten episodes. Um, not an actual movie, but. Or not a movie, I'm not saying movie, TV series, but um, just a, a 10 episode uh, mini series. Um, I doubt they're going to be able to continue it unless they're just going to, you know, do his jail time where he get, where he's like mopping the bathroom and, and gets killed. Right, right. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch that. So, um, yeah, if you haven't seen that, check that out. I'm also that guy who hasn't seen that. So, shame on me. <laughs> I'm reporting on half the shit here that I didn't even watch. Did you watch any of these? Yeah, yeah, I uh, I haven't finished it, but uh, yeah, I'm like halfway through. It's it's the first few episodes are really disturbing, and then it be, it begins to go into the past and then develop the, the go more into the <coughs> Jeffrey Dahmer story and sort of humanize him a little more, which create a little bit of um, controversy uh, uh, among some some reviewers online saying that. They shouldn't humanize uh, somebody who did such horrible things and things like that because then it makes people sort of sympathize uh, with him and, and yeah. stuff like that. But um, I thought it was it was uh, so far it's it's a good series. So far, I, I, the, the episodes I've seen. It has uh, what's his face from uh, the X, the uh, the latter X Men series, right? The guy, yeah, the Evan guy Peters played Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah, and he he is completely. Uh, as, as you'd say, uh, unrecognizable. Like he's really, he, he really embodies the, the 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 guy. I mean, I'm obviously I've never met him, but you really believe that. At first, I was like, "Is this a documentary?" <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, really good acting uh, by by uh, Evan Peters. Nice. Yeah, I heard the same thing about um, what's his uh, the Ted Bundy story, uh, Zach Efron. Oh. Um, played Ted Bundy in that, and yeah. I heard it was really good. Yeah, I don't see that. I heard he he embodied uh, the character. He embodied the 
the the person um, very well. So um, really, yeah. John John Wayne Gacy. Uh, no, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Okay, okay. So yeah, he was he was that guy. Confusing. Yeah, he was the guy, uh, the serial killer from Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, had the had the really good looks and charm and seduced all the women. Right. Right. Okay. And okay. Would just end up killing them like afterwards. Um. Yeah, so he, he did a really good job from what I heard. Uh, also, another one I haven't watched. Um, but eventually I'll get onto the uh, the whole serial killer uh, kick and then get all these down. I'm sure, like, with these, they're going to start probably doing, you know, all, all these new uh, new reiterations of... Uh, that's not even a word. <laughs> inner, inner... I can't even talk today. Jesus. A uh, new version of like serial killers like Richard Ramirez and John Wayne Gacy yeah. and Ed Gein and fuck. That would, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. I, I remember as a kid uh, collecting the uh, uh, the serial killer cards. Um, they had serial killer cards. True crime, I think it was called. Oh wow! And you know, it was it was just like baseball cards. They had the, <laughs> the serial killer, and then you flip the card, and it had all the <laughs> stats <laughs> and everything. So it was, it was yeah. I had 10 stabs. Yeah. <laughs> Body counts and everything. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Anything to make a dollar, right? Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Dahmer, uh, Netflix, 10 episode miniseries. Um, Guillermo del Toro. He's got a series called Cabinet of Curiosities. Also something I haven't seen. So you go figure. Um, this is in its first season. Uh, this is also on Netflix. Um, from what I hear, it's like kind of uh, in vain of like the Twilight Zone and um, Creep Show, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. It's it's an anthology series. Uh, maybe little, maybe that's what I'm trying to go for. Is a, a little bit of Alfred Hitchcock thrown into it? Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, really good. This one was... I, I love this one. Um, it's eight episodes, and um, maybe uh, next podcast uh, I'll do, like, a ranking as, as to which episode was my favorite. Okay. But Because uh, they're, they're, they're super different. I, I watch them in order, but you don't have to. You can just jump around because each one of them is... Uh, oh, it's, stand, it's a they're, different, like, they're like standalone? Yeah, they're, they're very standalone. Um, nice. Different uh, creative uh, teams, uh, different actors, different everything. Um, and and each each one has their own charm. Uh, uh, none of them were bad, I would say. I, I enjoyed all of them, but they're also differently. You love them for different reasons. Oh, okay. And I do have a favorite. Nice. Yeah, I'll try and uh, get these under my belt also so we can talk about them and then I can see how your rankings are compared to mine. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Awesome, awesome. Uh, next in the uh, TV series, since, uh, there's like so many still. Yeah. <laughs> um, is a, a spinoff of the TV show Supernatural from the CW. Uh, this one's called The Winchesters. This is the origin stories of uh, the boys' uh, parents. Uh, John and Mary Winchester uh, before they were married. So uh, I've seen uh, three episodes of it so far um, and loved it right off the bat. I'm just, I love the Supernatural series. I'm a huge fan of uh, Jensen Ackles and, and Jared Padalecki. Um, so definitely uh, 
if you're into the supernatural realm, I mean, you obviously are probably already watching this, but if you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. It's on the CW, um, which is a non-cable network uh, for all of you uh, streamers out there. Um, I'm sure you could probably find it on a, a CW streaming uh, service or have someone download it or wait for it to come out on Netflix. So, but yeah, Winchesters, have you... Uh, have you dabbled into this yet? No, no. I was never really into Supernatural. I was on and off of it uh, through the duration. And yeah, I heard of the other of the winches. But yeah, being on the CW and, and not really having cable anymore uh, is not something I'm, uh, I'm, I'm able to follow. Uh, what does it come out? Week by week? Is it yeah. Weekly? Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't checked it out. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a great show so far. Um prequel right i per yeah it's a prequel um i would love it if they rebooted the show or even just completely redid the show on a cable network because just some of the things of these of these characters uh you need to have some of that 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 real like grit you know you need yeah. to you need to actually see some of these kills that they're that they're portraying um just to be super gnarly also, you need to hear, like, you know, uh, Sam and Dean, like, just really just kind of just rip into people, especially the demons. Like, you need, you know, you need to hear some motherfuckers and, and you know, and some, yeah. you know, pieces of shit and, and just things that they can't say on, on TV. Although yeah. they're, they're really pushing the envelope on television right now. But, you know, there, there are obviously some things that they really can't say. But, yeah, know. some battle words. Or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would. Uh, you know, it's it, it's spice. They they need to throw a little spice on there. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons. Uh, uh, like just the CW shows never really appealed to me. It's uh, it, especially with like the DC universe and the other DC. I'm like, nah. Yeah, it's very watered down. Yeah. Um, I think Supernatural though is the least watered down of the shows. Okay. You know, they try to get as far on that envelope to to push it open, but. That's cool. you know, without you know, without breaking the seal, yeah. So you know, because they don't want to cross those boundaries. Um, but I think they do a really good job. Uh, but I would love to see uh, it redone on a cable network. Uh, that would just be fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of watered down, um, are you afraid of the dark? Ghost Island. Um, it's gonna have its first season. Um, either coming to a wrap or it's already wrapped um this is on nickelodeon this is part of the uh, are you afraid of the dark series um so they have a title like uh, for each of their series um this i don't know if this is some things i've read they call it a reboot but if, you know it's not a reboot if they have a, a different title so they have like all these different titles uh, after the are you afraid of the dark um, name and this one just just goes silent so um, Nickelodeon, check that out uh, if you grew up uh, watching any of these. Um, same too with Goosebumps. Um, Goosebumps, this one is a reboot from what I've read, uh, but is now on Disney+. Plus. Um, this one also is going to be starting its first season. Um, I think it started like somewhere in October. I'm okay. not really sure. They're very wishy-washy on the dates. Like There was a lot of different discrepancies like on different sites that I went to on when the actual start date was but season one for Goosebumps the reboot uh, Disney Plus I'll have to look it up yeah um, 
that's another one that a lot of like a lot of the younger kids or at least kids our age you know grew yeah yeah you know, I, there's I, the books and then there I read the books the, yeah. and the shows <clears throat> and then the last of our uh, current television can't believe we got to it um, is coming to us from the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, here on Disney plus is werewolf by night and dun 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 I have not seen this yet <laughs> 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 this is this is definitely another one though that I'm gonna try and watch this weekend. So on top of the movies that I'm gonna watch, this is one I wanna watch because there's a lot of angry friends of mine that are pissed that I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, definitely. I, I think especially uh, when I saw it, I, I especially thought uh, Brandon's gonna love this one because of your love of the uh, uh, the classic monsters, the, the classic Universal monsters, and yeah. this thing is done like a classic Universal horror movie. Yeah, what I love uh, the most about seeing the trailers from it is it's in black and white. Yeah, yeah. And the whole just, thing is black and white. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is fucking awesome. It really works. It really, it, the way they did it, it really, really works. So yeah, Werewolf by Night. Um, this is actually setting up. Um, what is it? The the Midnight Suns. So is, that, is yeah, that what this yeah. is setting up? Yeah, yeah. The Midnight um, Suns for for Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So, so with with Blade coming into the MCU and um, oh, well, I won't spoil it, but uh, there's there's other creatures that uh, that, that appear uh, now in the MCU that that are gonna set up this uh, horror sort of side of the of the, of the Marvel uh, narrative, similar to what Universal is trying to do with its dark universe. You know, Marvel's actually act- right. probably gonna gonna be able to successfully get it done. They they they've done it again. One up. One up another franchise. <laughs> those fucking guys. So yeah, those are our current uh, TV series. Um, and then now we're going to talk about just a few here. Um, but our future uh, endeavors. Uh, Anne Rice, we spoke about her in, in the beginning. Um, and we spoke about the Mayfair Witches. So this is actually a new series that's going to be coming out also on AMC. Um, I'm not sure if it's AMC and AMC Plus, but from what I read so far, just AMC, uh, Mayfair Witches. Uh, this one's actually got uh, a couple of good actors in it. Um, Alexandria Daddario nice. is starring in it, along with um, Harry Hamlin. Oh, okay. Uh, you might recognize that name from uh, Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, he's going to be in it with her. Um, any, anything she's in, I'm just going to watch. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Same. So I like her a lot. So, I mean, all jokes aside, I think she's actually a pretty good actress. She's very underrated. Um, she's one of those. I don't know if she can be like a full on leading actress, but uh, she definitely is a really good character actress. Um, she definitely embodies her roles that, that she does. So. I can't wait to see like her uh, her take on an episodic um, show opposed to like movies that I've seen her in. Yeah, yeah, more long form, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then there is a video game uh, back from 2013. I've never even heard of it, but uh, it's called The Last of Us. Um, this is actually being turned into a TV series as well. 
Um, so not only are movies being turned into shows, but video games, obviously Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Yep. Um, so this is going to be along those uh, those type of uh, features. From the synopsis, it looks like it's uh, apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you played any of the, of the video games, you basically it's like a zombie breakout of sorts. Mm. Now, like I said, zombies aren't dead yet. Right. So this will be on HBO Max. Um, and these right now are being slated for 2023. So just around the corner. Um, not sure when in 2023 they're going to be, but definitely coming up. A good cast. Uh, I'm, I'm reading some of the cast members here. Pedro Pascal oh. uh, from uh, it is, from, Mr. Man, from Mandalorian. Yeah, Mr. Mandalorian himself. He, he was also in the Game of Thrones. Another um, uh, actress from uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Bella Ramsey. I guess she's going to play Ellie and Pedro is going to uh, play Joel. And uh, we got Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. Here. those. Uh, from what I heard, those are the two main characters from the video game, right? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, Ellie and, and, and Joel. I don't know who uh, Offerman is going to play. Somebody called Bill. Um, probably a new character. Um, yeah, it, it looks it looks, uh, it looks promising. Nice. All right, and then the last of our TV future um, we're going to talk about here. And this has been 13 years in the making. Yeah, wow. 13 years in the making. Because of the writer and the director, or the original, um, the original writer and then the original director, um, both have been in court over who gets rights for 13 years. For 13 years. Ominous number. Ominous number. Uh, this is going to be in part with uh, A24 Studios and Brian Fuller. We all know him from Hannibal. Um, and then A24 has been really up there with a lot of like uh, good horror movies. Um, was X Pearl? Aren't they associated with the with those movies? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they're uh, they're they're lining themselves with this with this new TV series that's going to be on the Peacock Network. So 13 years finally is out of courts. Everything is settled. The show is called Crystal Lake. This is going to be the prequel for Friday the 13th. Nice. Yes. So I, I had just read the news when Olin came out and he's like, dude, look what I just read. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I got goosebumps and I was like, I just read that right now, too. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. But yeah, 13 years in court. Can you imagine that? Like trying to fight for the fucking name. Uh, the rights. Um, so what happened, I guess, the, the judge awarded Victor Miller, who's the writer, um, the original rights to the name Friday the 13th. But uh, the director, Sean Cunningham, owns the character of Jason Voorhees. So not only can Victor only do like an original um, Friday the 13th, so like if he was to reboot the, the series, he could only do it off that one movie and or you know the characters that were in the movie so this is what's happening with the the crystal lake is is essentially it's a prequel of the original movie um but anything future wise now that it's not you know being in a legal chokehold um 
anything moving forward for Friday the 13th with Jason Voorhees now is is ready to go. From what I hear also that they're just definitely ramping up to get that written, but nothing has been confirmed. So the only thing that's been confirmed right now is Crystal Lake. Um, but they definitely say that there are works uh, happening for the next Friday the 13th. Don't know if it's going to be a sequel, prequel, reboot, reimagining, continuation of, of that one from 13 years ago, which was crazy because that was the last time we saw a Friday the 13th movie was 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, that was also with Jared Padalecki, um, which I thought was actually pretty decent. Yeah. What did yeah. you think? Uh, it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. I, you got you to gotta watch them for what they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad, I mean, at all, but, I mean, it could have been better. There, there's some things. I mean, every movie, once you watch it a couple times, you can critique the shit out of it and, you know, oh, this could have been better, this could have been better. Yeah, um, or, or be like me and uh, I'm always uh, redirecting movies where I'll be like, no, this is, this is how I would have made this scene. <laughs> and it would have been much better, <laughs> but whatever. No, I think we all have that little bit in that, of that in us, so... Uh, but yeah, uh, that's exciting news, uh, Crystal Lake. So I cannot wait to see the direction. I actually just saw a promo poster for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So right. it has the uh, a little boy. And, and it's very uh, silhouetted. Uh, okay. There's uh, you can't see the boy's face. Um, so but you know he's a boy, and it's he's staring into the lake, and the reflection is Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I see. That that tells you a little something. Yeah. So. Okay. Lot, lot of similarities to like uh, Star Wars uh, when they did uh, the Phantom Menace with uh, young uh, Anakin was walking by that stone wall and then you see the shadows Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's how I took it. That's what I took away from it. I was like, uh, I like that. I like what they did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I'm very hopeful for this one. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, definitely looking promising uh, for Friday the Thirteenth uh, franchise. So I'm really happy that it finally got out of court and is now finally able to move forward so we can get some more fucking Jason movies. Yeah, and I wonder if, uh, seeing that the studios that they're working with, uh, are they going to do like the classic A24 type where they're going to make it a little bit artsy, a little bit, like not so... Uh, I mean, with a prequel, they could. Right? Because, yeah. you know, the, the original movie was set in the early 80s, if not, I think, 1980 itself. Okay. Um, so you know, and a prequel obviously would would equal the seventies. Right. Um, so, oh yeah. Yeah. That's, wow. That seems right up their alley. Cool. They're just like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> can, can we can we get on this, <laughs> please? Yeah. It looks like it looks like it might might work uh, really well. Yeah. So definitely definitely excited to see this. Um, glad that it is finally over. Uh, legality wise and then uh, you know the horror genre can now get itself some some more fill so <clears throat> those are our movies DVD releases TV series cancelled current and future um, I guess moving on from that like I said we have uh, some comics and some music um, that Olin talk about as well. Um, 
I know on the comics, I haven't had a chance to read these, but I figured um, Olin could walk us through um, yeah, sure. the both of them. Um, so we have two comics. Um, and then I have one that I was actually really intrigued um, when I saw the when I saw it, but I didn't write down the synopsis of it, so I don't know if you've heard about it. Um, called Black Tape. Black Tape, no, does not sound familiar. What, um, what is, pray tell, Black Tape? <clears throat> well, that's what I need to bring up here. But our other two comics that we're going to talk about here, um, one of them is called The Department of Truth. And the second one is called The Rise. Um, the Department of Truth looks like it's a very... Um, what would I call that? Conspiracy theory yeah. style yeah. like yeah. comic? Totally. I guess uh, it's from... I, I thumbed through it, but I didn't read it. Um, so that's kind of what I got, yeah, a little no. bit of it. Yeah, that's, that's basically the gist of it. And then uh, The Rise is uh, another zombie. Um, I think that's what that was, right? Zombie? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And this one is uh, by George Romero's son, George C. Romero. Yep. Um, so definitely cool to see that it's in the family. Absolutely, yeah. And then um, I will bring up Black Tape. So if you want to start with uh, the Department of Truth and give us a little synopsis about it. Yeah, so the Department of Truth uh, follows uh, Cole Turner, uh, who's basically a conspiracy theory buff. He just studies conspiracy theories. And um, basically he gets approached by uh, some mysterious characters who want to hire him uh, for a a secret... uh, organization uh, that has been covering uh, these uh, conspiracy theories uh, um, uh, for generations. It just so happens that a lot of them are actually true. Um, There's uh, reptilian shapeshifters, the people uh, who were involved in the JFK assassination, like all the conspiracy theories that you've heard. That's fucking weird, true. like this reptilian thing. Like, because yeah. I hear about it all the time. And right. I always see the fucking references about it, and it's like, how the hell did that start? Right. <laughs> they, they, live, they live in the sewers or something. Uh, or like V, like when V came out. Yeah, like, yeah. They dedicate a whole v? fucking show to that. Right. Oh, v was such a cool uh, TV show. Um, but yeah, uh, as it turns out, all of, all of that is true. And uh, there's a secret organization, uh, a government organization that covers all this stuff up. And uh, so now Cole Turner has to be uh, given his expertise. They want him in the team. And that's how it starts. And um, come to find out, um, the... Um, uh, the leader of the organization happens to be uh, Harvey uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. I saw that. I was so, like, "What the fuck? He didn't die." That's uh, that's basically the premise of of, of the book. is written by uh, we've talked about this guy before, uh, Tinian um, uh, Tinian the uh, Fourth. So he was the writer of. Um, Something is killing the children, which oh, we yeah. presented uh, uh, a couple of podcasts ago, and 
um, seeing that he uh, uh, he could tell a good horror story, I, I, I decided to uh, follow this this other book uh, called the Department of Truth. Uh, I'm I'm still liking uh, some of the, ki the skill in children better, but this one this one is a lot more dense. Uh, and uh, I've only read the first volume, and it goes into um, other figures like uh, is the Yeti real, or um, was uh, the uh, the moon landing actually real, or was it? Uh, They're still talking uh, about that today, <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. So it's uh, it, it goes through all of the the, the conspiracy theories and uh, uncovers them, and it's it's just really fun. Nice. Uh, what about uh, the rise? Well, the rise is, um, it's, as as you mentioned, uh, George C. Romero, uh, son of, of uh, the father of the zombie trilogy, uh, the original one, um, and he just sort of uh, it's another uh, cool zombie story with really good art, um, really creepy zombies, and it just sort of uh, elaborates on the. On on his father's work, I think, and uh, does it really well. So, Black Tape, um, not really finding where I had originally, from what I originally read, it said it was uh, like uh, an anthology of um, like heavy metal albums and cool. kind of like a, uh, like a mystery of each album, like off their names. Um, but I'm not finding that anymore. Um, this one says, uh, so the synopsis that they're giving is, uh, we're ready to rock into 1960s Los Angeles with black tape. So I'm guessing the band, um, since this is a, like a metal thing, um, there's a band called black tape. Um, uh, this is new original mystery comic series from AWA studios. Have you read anything from them? Yeah. Yeah. They do a lot of horror stuff. Okay. Um, tells the fictional story of a miscreant rock idol, Jack King, uh, across four issues. So it looks like this is only going to be four issues. Uh, in the middle of performing at a sold-out show, King simply drops dead. Um, so this was penned by an award-winning comic creator, Dan... Uh, Dan Panosian. Panosian. Uh, looks like he does Iron Man and Wolverine. Uh, it's illustrated by the acclaimed international artist, uh, Dalibur, Tal uh, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. <laughs> I think it says Talajik, Talajik, Talajik. Yeah, t I don't know. It's uh, T-A-L-A-J-I, and it's got that uh, A-E, like, like in a, Scandinavian, yeah, uh, yeah. when they use the letters that are combined. Um but he writes for, uh, or he illustrates for Deadpool and Logan. Um, so Black Tape, the highlights of the best horror, heavy metal, uh, takes us on a journey through 1960s Los Angeles while attempting to recover what happened to this rock and roll legend. So, that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's like a murder mystery, but with uh, with uh, rock and, uh, and metal mixed in. Uh, the cover work looks pretty cool. And it looks like there's this, uh, it shows a mansion with uh, all the lights in the house, red coming through it. It has a picture, I'm assuming that's probably the lead singer. That's the Jack King. Um, he's got red eyes, but he's got no shirt on. He's got black hair. Uh, looks kind of like a skinny Danzig, I guess. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and then there's a picture of a, a, a blonde um, in the foreground uh, turning her head like she's looking at something. I don't know if it's like her supposed to be looking at his image or she's just looking that direction like in shock. And then there's a pentagram yeah. <laughs> over it. So it's uh, definitely interesting. Um, like I said, the, the first synopsis that I read uh, was completely different sounding. That's what caught my attention because it made it sound like it was going to be these individual stories off of uh, like album covers. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's actually a really interesting concept. You should uh, market that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to hear that and be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what I got originally from it, but I, I can't find it. I, I searched and I didn't, I didn't see it anywhere. Um, but yeah, this is a uh, you know it's still still interesting to me. Um, I yeah, would definitely cool. I that would definitely cool. read this. It's uh, only four issues, so it should be yeah. a quick read. So definitely something to check out um, for future uh, comics, especially uh, n- that's good to know. Also, AWA um, Studios if they do a lot of like horror uh, related comics um so if you guys are into horror comics check them out look them up see if uh, any back issues of them are at your uh, local comic store and uh, and yeah i forgot what i was gonna say so i just said yeah uh <laughs> but thank you olin for telling us about the rise and um the Department of Truth. The Department of Truth. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, The Rise, uh, definitely I'm going to read that um, probably next week. Um, I just like zombies, so it'll definitely be a a good read. Uh, But The Department of Truth seems like it's going to be a little more uh, in-depth read, uh, especially with all this conspiracy um, mixed into it. To, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of horror mixed in there. Uh, I won't spoil it, but there's a little bit of horror in there. It seems more... it starts off more like a suspense mystery. Okay. So it, it kind of goes through different um, genres, I guess, within the same book, which is interesting. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, so that's your uh, comic news. And then next podcast, we'll have uh, a couple more issues um, and some other uh, comics to talk about. Um, moving on to lifestyle. So we talked about these guys uh, a couple episodes ago. Uh, Slasher, since they have an app, um, you know, if you haven't joined it, uh, check it out. If you're into horror, uh, definitely a really cool way to connect with new people, uh, like-minded people. Uh, like I said, everybody there that I've been in contact with has been super cool. I haven't turned a single person down that's uh, requested. Uh, my friendship um just because you know you never know when you uh you, you come across somebody that you know might be have something that would help you out in the future so just good to you know support everybody you know you want to be supported so support everybody um so as we go for that uh app the app is going to be turning into a web page um so it looks like uh, not only is it going to be just uh, an app, but it's going to be um, the new Facebook for horror. Uh, looks like they're trying to e- 
evolve it into a global web page um, so everybody it's brought to everybody uh, looks like right now it's only available to the US and Canada and I think there was one other country I can't think of what it is because I didn't write it down because I'm a bad person <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah so there he's a uh, the guy Damien, um, he's uh, working on uh, creating an actual web page for it uh, to be more like, I guess, Facebook, um, just so that way people can have a better chance to, to reach out and connect um, with one another. So that's going to be coming out. I haven't seen a date on when that's supposed to be released, but I'm sure if you're already on Slasher, you'll see it when it drops. Um, if not, um, check it out or you know just wait for it and we'll tell you when it drops but if you want to check out the app you can get it through the android store or on your app store uh, or you can check it out uh, slasher.tv and let's see what else we have here no books um, uh, we didn't really have any news did we Mm, no, never. Um, I mean, just the um, the new TV shows and then the some of the movie announcements and things like that. But yeah. news, news, not really. Yeah, news, news. I don't think so either. All right. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's we saved the best for last, but <laughs> um, we definitely have some words <laughs> for this. Um, yeah. We uh, we definitely wanted to uh, bring our take on it uh so we wanted to do the review for halloween ends um both of us saw it and yeah we uh we have we have some words for it i guess <laughs> um you start you start <laughs> me oh wow um so I was, you watched it on Peacock. Yeah, I watched it on Peacock. I was really excited to see it in the theater, and I didn't, I didn't, just life and bullshit uh, didn't allow me to get that opportunity to, to see it in the theater. So I sat and watched it at home on Peacock. So thankfully, I did watch it on Peacock, um, and I didn't see it in the theater because I would have been super fucking pissed. <laughs> That's really how I, I should start this. I'd have been super fucking pissed <laughs> if I watched this in the theater. Like, oh my god. Um, I love Halloween. I love Michael Myers. Um, I love the whole story and aspect of, of what he is and who he is. I hated this movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's really all I can say is I hated this movie. Like this movie seemed like it was not Halloween at the slightest. It was like some other bullshit movie. And then all of a sudden they threw Michael Myers in just to be like, hey, there he is. See, he's in the movie. But yeah, this, I don't know. (laughs) This movie just really, really wrecked me. I just, (laughs) I don't even know how to talk about it. It just was so bad. It was, it, it was not a Halloween movie. It. I don't know what direction they were going in with this. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it, it felt really disjointed from the rest of the trilogy. Um, 
it starts as uh, sort of like a romantic sort of movie with uh, the character, new characters, which I really appreciate. Um, I'll say some of the good things. Um, the cinematography is really cool. Um, uh, there's there's a, a, a level of uh, quality in, in, in the filmmaking that, that, was, that was really well done. Uh, the music's amazing. Um, I really like the music. Uh, and I was, uh, and I wanted to, I wanted to be with it. So I was like, okay, okay. So we're we're meeting these new characters. That's really cool, awesome. Um, and, and we get into uh, the whole uh, uh, romance with uh, Corey and Allison. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, I'm with it, you know. And, and and I thought they were doing like a like a passing of the torch sort of type of thing. And, and, and I was like, okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool. Uh, but somewhere in in the third act, the first two acts are okay and I was with it but somewhere in the third act when it's supposed to get really good uh, they sort of fumbled it and dropped it and I don't know it, it just I was like okay so why did we watch all, what was the point of watching all of this other stuff if this is what's going to happen I don't know it just uh, it, 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 it became disconnected from the rest of, of, of the uh, of the trilogy and um, all of a sudden they threw away a bunch of stuff that they had previously established just to do this one thing which which is what admittedly what we came to see is is the the final battle between Laurie and Michael it was and like it was like two movies that they made and they decided to piece together like they're like oh let's let's put yeah. these two movies together because they have the same characters and it seemed like it was going along the same story and we'll see how well it fits and I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think also uh, too many writers. There's four writers in this movie which m does make it, make it seem like they're each pulling in different directions. And so the movie is just like going here and there and yeah, I'm sure every one of them was like, no, no, I need to have my main yeah. idea in the story. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll put yours we'll in there. We'll this uh, thing that you're really attached yeah. to. Yeah. Because it's your baby, and we, we'll, I guess we'll put it in there or something. And it was, yeah. yeah. You could tell. I, I'd like to know what part of the story here Danny McBride had involved. Yeah. Um, because he was involved in the first two. Um same with uh, David Gordon Green, um, mm -hmm. who actually directed it as well. But um, does he direct all three? I think so. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah, I think he does all three. Um, let me confirm that. So, but yeah, I like to know what what they actually did. Um, yes, he directed all three. Yeah. Um, what they actually did um, for this. And, you know, who, who were the fuck-ups and who were the ones who were trying to actually streamline it to be something that it ended up not being? Yeah. So, it... Because yeah, it has some really good ideas. Yeah, I, had, I mean, I, I could have been like, oh, yeah, I've seen this before, but I like the interpretation that they're, they're doing, that they're going with. Um, because you saw this in 4 with Jamie Lloyd, like at the end. Seemed like the passing of the torch, you know? I, I, I saw I saw what was gonna hopefully evolve into you know 
yeah. maybe yeah Michael was done and and you know this new guy that looks like what they're shaping and molding into you know is gonna take you know take the torch but then they fucked it up yeah, yeah. especially that scene where he takes uh, now, now we're gonna get into spoiler territory yeah it, but if you haven't seen it I mean you're gonna get spoilers and I haven't seen a lot of shit, and I hear spoilers on everything, so, you know, shame on you, shame on me. Okay. Anyways. Um, uh, this part where uh, Corey, so so we have uh, this new character, Corey, and uh, he falls in love, or just the the way they, they, they made the relationship, the romantic relationship between Corey and Allison, um was kind of uh, I, I felt it was a little bit forced and then there's a, there was that, that a little bit <laughs> seemed yeah. like it was it was seemed like that all right we need to write these two to, to have some kind of relationship and yeah yeah I, I could in that scene where they meet uh, in the hospital um, I, I could hear the, the director telling uh, uh, the Allison character uh, or, as soon as you see him you you're really in love with him or something <laughs> <laughs> You don't know who he is, but you're in love, uh, and um, and just the way it develops, and uh, uh, and how 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 Corey meets uh, uh, Michael Myers uh, was a little bit uh, confusing for me. Uh, the whole thing with the eyes and the flashing of the yeah, the whole flash forward and flashback thing that they had. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I didn't get that at all. Like I, after it was done, it to me it seemed like it was a transference. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's what, I, what was, I was trying to take from it. Yeah, yeah, that's what. But I, none I, of that happened. It, they didn't develop that. They didn't uh, go on with that. And then all of a sudden, uh, Corey just comes in and steals his mask, and just just like, give me, give me, give me your mask, old man. And like, <laughs> it's like Michael would never, ever let you take his mask, man. Like, but but anyway, uh, it, it was just just a little decisions that they made where they, it was out of character, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it. I don't know. I can't eat watching that. I can't even consider it a Halloween movie. It just was something completely different. I don't know really what the fuck they were going for. And I think that's that's part of it, right? Like, uh, kudos to them for trying to uh, uh, sort of break the mold and everything. But it just didn't land, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it it, it it face planted. I was just like, wow. I don't even know what the fuck I just watched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ending, I was just like... It was a bit anticlimactic for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that's what I came to watch, and I expected it, but I don't know. I just expected uh, Michael Myers to go out in like some sort of epic way, and instead... I mean, look at Halloween Kills. Look at look at how, yeah. how that scene in the streets, you know where everybody was like fucking happy and cheering when they like basically beat him down or thought they beat him down. Yeah. And he gets up, he's like, no motherfucker. And yeah. then just starts handing people asses like left and right. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and it's that's, like, that's and then, players. yeah. And then in this one, it is like, that didn't happen. What? The fuck? Yeah. What? No, they, they, uh, they nerfed him really bad. Um, he was barely in the movie. Uh, which is not like a big complaint of mine. 40 minutes into the movie, no Michael Myers. And I was not like really upset about it until I see him 
just completely you were. I was like a shadow of w- what he once was and uh, yeah no it was difficult to watch and then at first I was like okay okay so this is a 60 year old or 60 plus almost 70 year old man okay I get it and then they were doing this thing where like every time he kills he gets uh, stronger but then they don't again they just show it to you but they don't develop it they don't they don't uh, follow up on what that is they don't explain it they just sort of like leave it hanging there a lot of uh, things that they present to you they just leave hanging and never never do anything with it and uh, a lot of the uh, uh, themes like the themes of trauma the the, the themes of uh, collective trauma and, and how to uh, uh, get over the trauma and, and move forward um, were uh, worth exploring and they just they didn't and that upset me Oh, it wow. was, I mean, it, I don't know. It was lazy, shitty yeah. writing. Yes. Very lazy. Sh- it was the same fucking bully story they incorporate in every fucking teen movie yeah. into this movie. And what's with a 21 year old being bullied by high schoolers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's not, you know, the stud or anything like that, but. I mean, what the fuck? Even even uh, the little kid he was babysitting would bully him, and uh, you know that little kid did a really good. The actor did a really good job at uh, knowing the fuck out of me. So <laughs> no, yeah, he yeah he did a great job. I thought that entire sequence yeah the was really good. It's a good start. Yeah, yeah the good start. Um, like so I said, it went from more to less. As the the more you you watch the movie, the the more you like. Wait, what's going on? I mean, but they could have just completely wrote that as a completely different movie without Michael Myers in it. You know, it could have just been a, a boogeyman movie or a scary movie. I think it was, and they just shoehorned it in. Yeah, it's just like you said, lazy writing. They just they just had something I don't know shelved somewhere. Oh, let's just use this. Yeah, like um, they fucked off, and they're like, oh shit, here's our deadline. Uh, quick, we gotta write something tonight. Yeah, because uh, uh, they're gonna want to see it tomorrow. Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was. Wow, I, I'm still pissed off about it. Like I'm still, I want to punch something like right now, just, just because how bad it was. Like I can't believe. I, I, there's a couple of the guys that I follow on YouTube that um, that are huge Halloween fans as well, and I, I think I'm just so still pissed off about this movie that I haven't even yet to see what their reactions are. Yeah. To see like how how they you know interpreted it or received it. You know, are they as mad as I am? Are they as upset or, or were they just like, oh, this is, you know, cinema at its finest. And <laughs> no, I just, yeah, I'm, I think as soon as I fully calm down, like I'm fucking shaking, just talking about it, like how mad I am. Like, <laughs> like I want to shake those guys. I want to, I want to grab them and tell them why. Yeah. Why find fucking Jason Blum and, and look at him and say, why? Yeah. Why did you allow this? Yeah, no. Um, and I agree. There are some aspects of the movie that were, were good, but they were very minimal. Yeah. Yeah. There very sh- more bad than good. Yeah. Very short pieces that they just like, they filmed a lot of, a lot of things and then tried to, you know, piece it all together. Like it was like they forced a jigsaw puzzle you know and right it, it looks like a fucking picasso opposed to a rim rant yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't know wow 
Yeah, that, I mean, uh, I've I've seen movies where I've completely hated and just really just have been completely upset, and but this like takes the cake. Like this is, I'm glad Halloween ended, um, because of how bad this movie was. Um, but I really hope that they reboot it and they, oh, they will. They correct the shit that just happened. Yeah, um, it, it, it'll take a few years, but I'm sure. I'm sure. I'd, yeah, I, I heard. I heard Blum wants to to get the franchise going. Same with uh, Green. Like he wants the redo, but he wants everybody to. I, I don't know. Enjoy is the right word. Uh, you know, <laughs> accept this franchise. Um, like I accept the first and the second movie, but this last one. I just I, I I don't I don't consider it a trilogy right now. I just consider it just a, a two movie uh, deal. Yeah, yeah. And kills uh, and even with kills, people were saying that kills was stupid. I was like, yeah, but it's really fun, you know. Like in this one, I don't know. It yeah, I mean, it, it had parts. its moments of of you know letdowns, but it, nothing, nothing nothing of the sorts of, of this movie. Yeah, not compared. You can't, can't even compare. Wow. I mean, this movie is just... I can't stop saying wow because this is how bad. I'm just... I'm staring at the Wikipedia page just... hoping that I'm just reading something different. Yeah, it's... Uh, it was a disappointment. Yeah, I tried watching it last night. Uh, again, um... Yeah, uh, it didn't. It didn't. Um, I mean, there's like so many different ways it could have went. Also, and they just they didn't choose any of the paths. It's like they, like you got that fork in the road, right? You can you go left or you go right, mm-hmm. and they, they they decided to go backwards, or they yeah, like, yeah. or they like made the new path, or. <laughs> Or like when you get to the edge of a of a cliff instead of going forward, like they went forward over the cliff instead of going to the left or to the right to follow it to see if there was a way, you know, around the ravine or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they just threw they themselves. Just, yeah, they threw themselves in it. Just head first. And all, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and and seeing how they portrayed Michael Myers, I understand he's you know old as fuck, um, but from how many years was the jump of it? A uh, four, four years. Yeah, yeah, it was four years. So he was in the sewers for four years. Yeah, in the sewers for four years, eating rats. <laughs> you know, also saw that once before. Yeah. Yeah, that what was that? Uh, uh, resurrection. Yeah. Where he was like supposedly in the sewers, like, like come on, yeah. yeah. But it's not a rehash; it's an homage. Lazy writing. <laughs> yeah, well, it. But like I said, it's I just, do not recommend. Uh, yeah, I don't recommend it either. I mean, uh, save your time. Don't read it. Or, or if you get a copy of it that's free, you know, uh, push fast forward. Like, do do four, no, do like eight times. <laughs> just so we get over quicker. Apparently, there's going to be a novelization of this movie. Yeah, I heard that, and I heard the novelization is supposed to actually do it more justice. It's supposed to actually... Explain things? Yeah, read better than the actual movie. 
um, acceptable. The movie needs to be the movie, you know? You need to be... A, I don't, I don't want to read a novel about a movie that I already saw and hated. <laughs> so, nice try, but no. Yeah, it's like they're like, oh, we fucked up. Uh, hey, 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 Tim, can you write this movie but better? Yeah. <laughs> can you fix our fuck-ups, please? Please? No, no, not good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't waste your time. Like, uh... I hated how they portrayed Michael. Like I said, uh, yeah, he's older, uh, lived in the sewers, but, you know, he was in a fucking sanitarium and he just came out swinging, like, in the 2018 movie. Yeah. You know, it's no different, you know. He's obviously eating oatmeal and fucking gruel or whatever the fuck they serve in a sanitarium to their patients, you know, for however many years it was, but, um, you know, he's Michael fucking Myers, like, He's the, the epitome of evil. Yeah, the the themes of like the transference of evil and uh, uh, the whole uh, yeah, evil they, doesn't they, die; it only changes shape. Uh, it, it's it's really significant, but yeah, they again. fucked that up. Like they they, they had yeah. that going in the first two movies, yeah. and then it's like this movie. They're just like, and eh, no, right? It's like uh, he's he's like an electronic device that's you know tells you it's got five percent. It's, it's showing you the the battery symbol's red, so you know you got to plug it in. So you plug it in, it goes to six percent, and then you just unplug it real quick, and you're like, oh, it's good to go. I, I can go the rest of the day now. <laughs> yeah, why give us a character like Corey and sort of present him as like the next uh, legacy sort of character? For Michael Maris, and then just murder him in the third act. And why give us a, a, a romance with Corey and Allison? And in the third act, when he dies, she kind of doesn't care. It yeah, was like, my impression. Like yeah, at first, like, she was like, "Oh my god," but then she was like, "Ah, whatever." Yeah, like uh, he was nobody to her. Yeah. Is it, why? 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 What was the need of the first? Uh, what like hour and a half of this movie? Because only the last half is sort of important to the overall story of the trilogy and they just develop these things to throw them away in the same movie i don't get it yeah like i said i like the beginning um the whole like story arc of of how they're setting it up um i thought was really cool because yeah that kid just was i wanted to i was happy when he died I mean, that's sad to say but like <laughs> that's how that's how awesome of an actor that kid was is that he had the he had those feelings like in me where I was just like, God, finally, <laughs> yeah. get, you get what you deserve, you little fucker. Um, yeah. So, but the 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 buildup of that, you know, they they would have taken that, and then taking parts of the end, um, or not the end, I guess the buildup of the end, like where he's in the house with Lori. Um, right when she makes that uh, suicide uh, call. Yeah. Um, the fake suicide. Yeah, if they would have taken that, that, and then just rewrote a whole new story to follow, uh, it would have been so much better. Um, or if they wanted to really, like, indulge into the whole, you know, aspect of, of Corey, you know, like you said, becoming the new legacy, um, they should have just kept on that path, you know. That's yeah. the path that they should have. I, I also didn't like the whole like tag along thing, you know, like he was like, how the fuck did Michael get there? Did he get him in the car and drive or on the back of his bike and ride him to those places? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, 
uh, where they code the. Uh, where he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna have you follow me, and this is just gonna be a fucking a four-hour walk to this fucking house. <laughs> you know, come on, come no, on. Keep, nobody's gonna notice. Yeah, no one's gonna notice. Come on, Mike, keep keep following me. Let's go. And, uh, and they call it uh, the teletrap teletransportation effect, where they, it, everybody just gets places. You don't know how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Other than, other than the scenes of him fucking like being all mentally deranged, you know, riding on his bike and Allison's on the back of it. Just like, she's like, Oh, I'm riding on a bicycle or a motorcycle with the Corey. And he's all looking like, I can't wait to fucking kill people. Right. Right. It is. Everything was just these disjointed. <clears throat> the things didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. So, um, I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> Do you? Um, I, I'm giving it uh, two stabs out of five only because uh, the cinematography was really good. Uh, um, the editing was good, even though the scenes didn't really connect or make any sense. Um, but it was really well. Uh, the style is really is really cool. It looks it, it looks cool on, on the screen. But yeah, the things that that happen and the, the dialogues and uh, some of the decisions that the characters make are really stupid. And um, it, it 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 doesn't um, it doesn't deliver really. Yeah, I I agree. I I would have to probably say two stabs out of five because. I have to take in consideration the technical aspect of the movie, like you said. You know, yeah. other people were were involved in this, and you know, obviously gave it, you know, 110 percent. You know, to to be, it could have been poorly edited. It could have been looked like crap. You know, uh, from the cinematographer, but everything was really well done. Um, the sets were really good. Yeah, um, the music was the awesome. music. Yeah, the music was really good. Um, you know, they did a really good job on, on all of this, except for the story. were good, just the execution sucked. Yes, thank you. Exactly. (sighs) Yep, so there you have it. Both of us, two out of five stabs. Fucking Jesus. (laughs) Well, it is what it is. We'll just have to wait a few years for the reboot. Yeah. It can only get better, right? Yeah. Can't oh get, yeah, there's only up from here. Yeah, there's only up from here. So, <laughs> bright skies <laughs> are coming. <laughs> All right, so that's our review of Halloween Ends. Um, so, fuck, I, <laughs> I don't even know how to end this podcast off of that now. Yeah, uh, we have to we have to find some some way to uh, leave leave on a on a good note so on a on a good note i guess uh this podcast is not sponsored by liquid death um we like to call them our unofficial sponsor um eventually we would like to be sponsored by liquid death uh i like liquid death olin likes liquid death it's good stuff you guys should like liquid death uh comes in two actually it's five different cans now um but the original cans were uh, still water and sparkling water. So you have your black can, which is sparkling, and your white can, which is the still, or mountain water, I guess. Um, and then they have flavors now. They have 
the what what's the mango they have a mango they have a berry and they have a lime um the lime is a green can it's called severed lime the berry can is silver and it's called buried alive and then the mango can is is that gold or yeah, yellow yeah like a golden golden yellow can and what what was the name for it like i, f- I forget um I have to look that up now real quick here. Um, I personally don't like the mango. Yeah, that was my least favorite. That was my least favorite too. It was very similar to just the sparkling um, can, but it had like an aftertaste of the mango, but not enough for it to, for me to even say it was mango. Um, I could tell that it didn't, it wasn't just a... uh, um, Essence of mango maybe? Yeah, essence of mango. <laughs> mango chainsaw. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't get mango or chainsaw in that <laughs> in that can. Um but my favorite out of those uh flavors uh was the severed lime. Um so I I like that one. I liked buried alive. Um buried alive sometimes had berry flavor, sometimes had berry after flavor to me. Uh, still pretty good though, but the lime, the severed lime was really good. Um, and then obviously I don't really like sparkling water particularly, but I like the mountain water. Um, so yeah, the still water. Yeah. The still water. So really good. Um, liquid death. Uh, their whole thing is death to plastic. Um, so, uh, everything is an aluminum can, uh, plastic obviously is hurting the, the environment. Um, and aluminum is a lot easier to recycle and turn into something else uh, opposed to plastic. So uh, if you can, help support them. Uh, Liquid Death, Death to Plastic. Their uh, tagline is murder your thirst. So if you're ever parched and you want to murder that thirst, go pick up a can of Liquid Death. And those are our unofficial sponsors. Uh, Music is provided by uh, metalcore band Zao, Z-A-O. If you haven't had a chance to check these guys out, um, the intro song is a song that they had originally wrote for the show. Um, but due to unforeseeable for- circumstances, the show took longer than it needed to to start. So they eventually took the song and created it into their own song, which is off of their new album, The Crimson Corridor. Um, so check that out. Uh, I'm not sure what their actual website is. I think it's zaoonline.com. Uh, but check them out. If you type it in Google, it'll come up, uh, Zayo. And then, uh, you can always find us on our, all of our social media. So you can see us at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. You can listen to the YouTube or the, 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 I can't speak. You can listen to the podcast on YouTube. You can find it on Anchor FM, which is also on Apple Podcasts and what else is it on? Bunch of other podcasts? Podbean, maybe? Yeah, Podbean. Yeah. Wow, I can't even think of... Spotify. 
Yeah, Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. So, um, and then uh, we're on a new platform called Rumble. This is like the new YouTube. Um, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, it's pretty open format uh, until it gets censored, like YouTube, I guess. So if you get on there, you can you know get as crazy as you can, and then eventually they'll censor the shit out of you. So, but. Uh, you can find the podcast there, and then uh, you can always check out everything on our website, uh, Uh There we'll have reviews um, for movies that we've watched. Uh, our first one will be Halloween Ends, and uh, we'll have all of our other information. Uh, also look out for uh, merchandise. We have some t-shirts and sweatshirts that we're getting ready to start selling, um, so you can see the designs on there. Uh, and if you guys have any information or ideas for the show, uh, feel free to email us through the website or send it to our Gmail at thehorrorscene at gmail.com. So for Last Rites Podcast, uh, I guess we'll be signing off. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Brown. And always with me. I'm Owen Hernandez. So from us to you, we say adieu. Until next time. Thanks, guys.